Hey there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. mortals to awful neutral welcome to the awful neutral podcast i am your dungeon master damian mercado with me as always is clint beiser as the abrasive asset artificarian <laughs> <laughs> more alliteration did you say ass hat yeah. <laughs> dave callens as the very pleasant Kevin. Jesse Egan as... Judd Bingsley. <laughs> that, was that a lisp? <laughs> you sound like a Sicilian right now who is going to die by poison. Oh, right. <laughs> Judd Bingsley. <laughs> Inconceivable. Caleb Cleveland as... Just gonk. AG as... Malice and Kill. And the very snorty Surrey Lee Steiner <laughs> as... It's just Gertrude. <laughs> Will we ever figure out Gertrude's last name? It's no, dudes. She, she's, she's like Prince. Just just Gertrude. Oh, Madonna. Oh, Jesus. It's very presumptuous. Jesus had a last name. <laughs> <laughs> what was his last name? Christ. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's the best thing ever. That was a bad brain fart. <laughs> that was the most Jewish thing I've ever heard you say. Hey, she's, she's talking about a different Jesus. He's from Canada. You wouldn't know him. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's pretty much the best thing I'm going to have all day. So. Yeah. want to sit the rest of this up? Last time on the Awful Neutral Podcast, fresh off killing seven nasty goat demons, the party was joined by Morgana, Mistress Andariel, and her two lieutenants. Mistress Andariel asked the party to investigate the scene of the battle and see if they could find out why this temple was attacked, who attacked it, and why they set a distraction that called all the paladins away to the Temple of Lathander. It was Lord Privilegington with the candlestick in the library. He won. Like, that's the end of the... Like, there's no use continuing the show. Kevin won. That was pretty good. As Gertrude's dudes were asking questions of Mistress and Dariel, TV had a very poor lapse in judgment. <laughs> he got part of his head melted. Yeah. <laughs> when he decided to be extremely disrespectful to Mistress Andariel, Mistress Andariel, showing restraint despite being a proud woman, was pushed even further when Tifi decided to use the spell Command and wanted to force Lady Andariel to leave her own temple. If successful, an action that certainly would not have gone well with the other paladins in the order. Fortunately, 
Tifi was spared and was simply just given a light ass whooping. I tried to save him with ventriloquism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chud, with some weird spell use, quick thinking, and hilarious improv skills, was able to lessen Tifi's punishment to just a light ass smiting. Which could have gone the other way. It could have just got me smitten, too, because yeah. she figured out what I did. My, I failed. Yeah, that's not the right. Bited? Smote. Smoked. Thank you. I'm quite taken with you, Mr. Bingsley. Yes, I'm smitten. <laughs> By all ventriloquism. As she uncrosses her legs and does the basic instinct. Sure, that's smutting. TV was taken out of the temple after that. Mistress Andariel, as a reward for protecting their temple and slaying the demons, offered to pay for their lodging for the night and gave them a small reward. The party made their way to the tavern that Mistress Andariel had recommended upon entering. They decided to investigate who the attacker on the temple was. Malison, I believe you said you wanted to do a perception check for anything in the room. Let's I both did. do I it. rolled a 17 plus 3, so 20. 20? Oh, that? That's probably good them. enough. Oh, yeah, but I rolled like a friggin' like 5. I'll do one too because... Yeah, I'm basically glasses. looking around for clues about anything about uh, oh, the attack or because I saw the footprints in the dust. Maybe there's something like that. I'm just sort of generally looking around to... You know, be inquisitive about what might be going on. I rolled a performance check to see if I could roll a perception check and I failed. So I'm not going to roll anything. (laughs) I'm trying to sell uh, Mal on the theory that there were actually four turtles in that in that wine cellar (laughs) behind the scenes, and they were like invisible or something. But but actually, all those goat demons were really puppets. Turtles walk single file to hide their number. Is Tifi over here, then? Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. If you, if we're all walking back together to the, to the end. Well, he's he's not going to do anything now, but he's going to take a mental note of like, ta- you know, try to teach Gonk how things work. <laughs> you don't you think I don't know how things work? It's the invisible. I rolled portals. a twenty. Yeah, which one of us had to be carried out of a fucking temple? <laughs> you want to yep. know what it feels like to get chocolate? You got chocolate. <laughs> Malson with a dirty twenty. You see two leads. One. This bartender looks like she's somebody who talks to a lot of, of an eclectic variety of people. I'm willing to bet she maybe has heard some rumors about some stuff. Two, Malison, you notice that in the corner, even though it's a loud bar, a lot of people are talking, a lot of conversation drivers, you're able to pick out one particularly rowdy group, and that's not necessarily what makes them stand out to you. What makes them stand out to you is that they're all wearing clerical robes. You don't recognize... The symbols. So these are frat guys wearing togas. <laughs> yes. And they're playing beer pong. Yeah. There are a variety of drinking games being played. You hear people playing I Never, but like there is one group that's being loud and playing beer pong in the corner here. Bro, I bounced it. That's two. Drink two, motherfucker. <laughs> Drink up. Weech ass is on my side, motherfucker. He says, woo, and he high fives like the three other dudes on his team. And uh, takes a huge hit from his vape pen. <laughs> we follow Weejas. We vape inside, motherfuckers. Do something about it. He screams to a bar. Can I do a history check for uh, Weejas? You may do a religion check. Religion. You know, if you want to do a history check, go ahead and do it. I'll, 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 I'll I can just count different things. Gonk puts his hand up to to uh, Mal's sternum, I guess, and says, "Uh oh, tech bros, let's let's find another place to sit." <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12 in history. 23 Gertrude history. rolled a religion check, mm-hmm. and she got a 19 plus 4 modifier. Gertrude, you have kicked every type of proselytizer that has come to your door, and you've chased <laughs> them off with your bow, and somehow you make it sound like a shotgun when you load the arrow. <laughs> I have skills. Get off my pole. A very specific set of skills. You are no stranger to 
Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and other such uh, addiction recovery programs. So you know of all the pantheon of gods. You know that symbol anywhere. Those tend to be some of the least judgy of all the addiction groups. Those are the followers of Weejazz. And after their AA meetings, they throw an awesome kegger. They seem like my kind of people. And their meetings are more about rejoicing in the chaos that you cause when you're in these altered states. Sounds like a decorative cabbage situation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to order some chicken wine, and since I've perceived that the bartender might have some information or have, might, you know, I'm going to ask if, if she's seen anything out of the ordinary. Gertrude wants to go play beer pong with the dudes. Well, um, what should we all do? I, I want to build stuff, but I guess, are you guys investigating the, um, the presence of Baal and everything? Uh, it could maybe help with that. What should I do? No, go build things. Uh, We've got it, TV. We've got it here. The investigative part. Kevin's going with Gertrude. Take good notes, and if you come up with anything, (laughs) maybe maybe help uh, figure out the clues afterwards. I I promise him I'm going to take good notes. But she will. Mouse and Gonk make their way through the crowds. They pass a group of half-elves playing I Never. They pass a group of dwarves playing King's Cup. Did you just make that up? I have a question. I thought it was two kings, one cup. (laughs) <laughs> Ew, the royal shits. Um, <laughs> the the god that we think opened the portal, is that somehow tied at all to the religion that the bros playing beer pong are? Different god. Weejass and Bale, not the same. Okay. Yeah. Weejass is, is a chaotic evil god, but it's, it's kind of more mischievous, Like whereas Ball wants to end life. I asked TV, like, do you want these recipes or you want me to come with you? Um. I, I would love some assistance if you you're so interested. Let's do, do it. Do you like sure building stuff too? Oh, this I'm is not a great so tinker, fun. but let, uh, you can teach me. Let's do it. He's a great tinkler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I remember the time you pissed on Lothario. <laughs> I don't, but all right. Um, are we? How far are we from the mechanic? As Tiffy says that, there are some attractive ladies who are kind of looking at Lothario and his fine dressing and, and sexy face and. And sees that Tiffy just mentioned that Lothario had been peed on. Uh, the ladies kind of like turn away from <laughs> Lothario. <laughs> the ladies are actually more interested now. <laughs> but there's one. There's that's one. Of them. It's just like hmm. <laughs> it's it's the clearly messed up, damaged friend. You know, she has a, lo- a ton of piercings. Let's take it. <laughs> so exactly what he's looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. It's never the one you think. So as Malice and Gonk make their way to the bar, making their way past crowds, just by chance, almost as if this universe was created for them, the people in front of them at the bar move, creating a a wide open spot right in front of the bartender. Nice. The bartender, as you walked up, she has a typical thick orcish brow and thick jaw, uh, beautiful red eyes, and long black hair. She stands about six and a half feet tall, very muscular lady. She's cleaning a glass. She says, she sounds like Harvey Firestein. Awesome. <laughs> oh, hello. How are you two? Uh, we'll take one chicken wine and one skunky cobalt ale, please. Skunky cobalt ale. Gotcha. We Is only there have any a, other kind? We only have a few left. Glad you asked. And a chicken wine? Oh, lady after my own heart, sister, she says. She puts a comically sized I two. I want the novelty glass, too. She takes two novelty sized cup throws them on the table, fills them up, one with the uh, skunky cobalt ale, and one with chicken wine. Skunky comedina. <laughs> <laughs> See anything weird? Anything unusual? Have I seen anything unusual this day? Duke's Court. This is one of the most unusual cities. I was cleaning the bathrooms and I saw a dwarf 
King on three halflings in a trench coat the other night. Don't tell me about Weird Sister. And I heard that earlier today there was a turtle shitting on somebody not too far away. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's obviously, you know, I don't mean to, to stereotype turtles. It's just a rumor I heard. I uh, appreciate that. Is there something else you're looking for? You're looking for a little action? We got uh, some gambling out back. Somebody your size, I bet, could do the fighting pits. I, I, no, we're, I'm looking for, that, that all sounds, while, you know, fantastical, seems pretty ordinary for you. I'm talking about anything out of the ordinary. Well, to be honest, I thought the turtle shit was a little out of the ordinary, but, <laughs> you didn't even see that. but given that, I understand. You know, Duke's Court, as crazy as it is, it's never a place where you feel unsafe to take your kid because you feel like there might be some sort of demonic invasion coming. There was actually something not that long ago. There'd actually been a couple incidences in town, just rumors. People who were sleeping on the streets, their mutilated corpses would be found at night. Well, well you didn't lead with that one, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of an ambassador for Duke's Court. Hey, come to Duke's Court. Look at our skyrocketing murder rate. Here, here's a list of our cold cases. I, th- I think she did it, like, the right way. She started <laughs> and t- kind of tested our threshold, like, with midgets peeing. Yeah. And when we asked for some real fucked up shit, she's like, oh, I got some fucked up shit for you right here. <laughs> was... Don't get me started on the fucked up shit. <laughs> I've seen seven dead bodies just this morning. <laughs> All children. Yeah. We need a podcast to come in here and investigate these murders. There's been apparently some bad giant cocaine that's been in town, and it's really been... <laughs> I... Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we were trying to find stuff out of our ball. <laughs> oh, you're looking for the freakiest stuff, I see. Well, the last couple nights, though, you know... because it it's the way I'm saying it? Or, no, look, we ain't looking for freak... We, we just have a ball problem. We got a problem with ball. I have a problem with Ball too, and that he exists. Oh, I'm true. I think, tr- I think the world would be a lot better off without Ball and his worshippers. I think we. I think we're talking about the same thing. Always staining your clothes white. No, no, that's not that at all. Oh, we were talking about different things. I uh, thought we was on the same page, but apparently, we was not even in the same like section of the Bonds and Noble. Is there a place where we could uh, go to in order to find? Uh, you know, some of the freaky stuff when it comes to, like, people doing uh, horrific ri- religious uh, ritual killing. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Over the past couple nights, there have actually been uh, homeless people taken. Their bodies were discovered the next day, just mutilated, shredded, not like, like a beast or some sort of demon had gotten to them. This was not the work of some man, a civilized creature. No, it's probably... Where were they found? Oh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, well, okay. Uh, let's table that for a second. Was there any? He like leans. He like extends his neck uh, over to her and whispers, "Was there any turtle markings around?" <laughs> she look looks around as if she realizes you might be an investigator into this, and you might have given her a real hint. Might Turtles actually walking in a circle. You actually might be flavoring some of the rumors that get passed around about these murder murders. Probably, <laughs> this is what happens when you roll a one on an investigation check. Exactly. No, but are you a detective? Is that is that is that something I should be on the lookout for? Should I be looking out for turtles? Because we've had some turtles in here the last couple of days. He retracts his neck. Just keep us a weather eye open. Wank. Uh, but seriously, uh, where was that now? Let me see your map. And I'll point you exactly where I, this killer is. I like were. unfold the like Disneyland style <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> map. 
Yeah. Uh, right here by Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you're going to notice that this is where the first killing was. Yeah. And then all the way over here at Adventure Island, this is where the second one second was. Second killing. Uh-huh. She actually, oh, that's already on there. Oh, that's cool. She points to all three of the sites. They are all roughly around the Merchant District, but not necessarily one's directly in the Merchant District, the other one's adjacent to it, somewhat near the Temple District. One's actually in the Murder District, which is weird. Yeah. Oh. One of them's in Skid Row, yeah, crazy. And these are homeless people. Uh, well, yes, they're usually vagrants, papas. I believe all three victims so far on these killings the last three nights have been all homeless. Were any of their uh, parts missing? Like their balls? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, were their bodies fully intact? No, they were not. They were shredded like um, like a fine machaca. What we're really looking for is at least four turtles and somebody who like who who shreds. We need to find a, <laughs> these four turtles and a shredder. Saint Shred. <laughs> is there a shredder character too now? <laughs> you didn't hear it I, from me, wank. Is there anything else you can tell us about these bodies that? The bodies, the detectives said that what was odd was that uh, it looked like they these bodies had been played with, as if the very act of dismembering and mutilating a corpse. The detectives seemed like whoever did this was having a good time doing it. Who is this detective? Well, there's the head constable in town, Constable Elton. A very brave little halfling man. Was this the he's person the, who told you about the killings? Uh, he's the person who runs the, the town guard, which is a glorified way. The town guard of Duke's Corps is little more than a town guard. It's, it's several precincts and it's all around. But he would be, uh, I guess you would might call him the police commissioner of Duke's Court. He's been the one doing interviews with the local print press. He would have the most knowledge? He would have the most knowledge, yes. You, as you're looking at the map, who's looking at the map? Uh, well, that was me. Um, okay, Malison, you're there too. Are oh, you we're, look- we're, we're, Yeah, we're like at shoulder to shoulder, really. Roll me an investigation check. But roll me a green. It's gonna be a little high. This one. Uh, I don't know if we want to trust Don to do this. Oh, actually, did okay. Huh. What'd you get? Uh, I got a 19. Nice. Gonk got a 19. <laughs> Gonk almost by accident, as, as Malison's looking at this map. Gonk like starts trying to scratch uh, something. There's some spots here on the on the map. He I'm says. I'm sorry, I dropped some frog grease on there earlier. But you guys realize that all these spots are right by each one of the sites that was marked. As Malison looks at the legend for the map, realizes those aren't spots at all. Those are denoted in the legend of the city as manhole covers. Wait a minute. It's the fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Holy crap. It's you either that. I did see turtle tracks. I did see turtle tracks. Or it's, it's either them or that Shredder character. Meanwhile, while that's happening, Lafar, no. what have you been doing? Trying to pick up? I was. I think I was just enjoying the band. You said there was a yeah, jug band. Give yeah. me. Did you uh, pick up the pee lady? <laughs> give me a choice. I, don't think uh, I did. Tell me what you roll, but I'll give you the choice. Acrobatics roll. Okay, I got a four. Acrobatic. <laughs> What do you want to fail on? Yeah, yeah, how hard am I failing? Performance, acrobatics, or... Well, my acrobatics is eight, so I got a 12. I did okay on the eight, floor. 12? As Gertrude and Kevin walk their way over the table, Lothario is clearing the dance floor. People get out of the way. Gets down to do some break dancing. Starts kicking up his legs. Unfortunately, while the moves were good, they weren't particularly fresh, and the audience saw that. Still still. <laughs> a little hook. Pulls right. me off stage. Any ladies who you might have been eyeballing have noted this. Positively? <laughs> Who's to say? They did, they did show a lot of courage. Hey, it takes confidence to make an ass yeah. of yourself. It does. 
Gertrude and Kevin, as you approach the table, you see there's three groups of these clerics on each side of the table as you're approaching. The largest cleric, he's on your side, kind of a pudgy human male, real Chad haircut. I think the fraternity master at fraternity at Nebraska State. That's the haircut this guy has. This guy just sunk the last cup on the other side of the table. You guys approach right as him and his team are exploding and making homophobic slurs directed at the other guys. Okay, so Gertrude's going to turn to um, Kevin and just be like, Let me handle this, okay? Gertrude takes a deep breath, centers herself, and then goes, Yeah, bro, that was sweet. You punged it so punging hot. Yeah, yeah, gay people suck. What up? I'm Gertrude. How you doing? Yeah, this old beat-up broad nose. High five. Yeah, and Gertrude high fives with her jelly hand. Do I have to roll for high five? No, I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> I'll just give that to you. Let, do you want to roll for it? No. No. Nah. <laughs> okay. Please never roll for a high five. <laughs> uh, he rolls for a high five. Uh, once he feels the jelly hand, he is kind of caught off guard. Like he wasn't expecting the uh, texture, let alone there to be, it to be still be jiggling after he's high fived it. <laughs> he feels the jelly hand, feels really weird about it. Before he can move his hand away, she interlocks her fingers. <laughs> Listen, bro. I think you and me. We should have wins right now. Let's go. We can make it two for all. You play beer pong? Of course I play beer pong. Gertrude rolls up her other sleeve, and it shows beer pong championship of 1992. Holy shit. So you do have ink. I like that that tattoo's from about 100 years, 200 years from when we are. (laughs) I don't know. What is our year? I don't know. It's going to say 092, so it was like, no, we're in 192, so you got this 100 years ago, let's say. But it it looks real old, and it's faded. (laughs) Fuck yeah, we got that old school beer pong in here. Fuck yeah. She looked like she was playing beer pong with your grandpa. (laughs) What's his name? Steve. He said, and he calls the other one. This looks like some skank your grandfather used to bang. Hold his high five up, you know, even though none of the other guys find it funny, they kind of give him the, oh yeah, you totally... Roasted Neil. It's okay. It's okay, Neil. Your grandfather was a very passionate lover. <laughs> he just says, I know, and looks down. <laughs> oh, God. So, what do you say? I got this cat thing with me, too. He's pretty decent at falling after balls. You probably do better than these two. And points to the two guys in the team. I practically carried us on the last match. Yeah, that's not fair for you, bro. All right, tell you what. Best of three. He invites you two on his team to play... So, uh, what's your name, Sweet Cheeks? Chattathy. Chattathy. Oh, a real, real formal family name you got there. Yeah, but I just go by Chad. So, like, all my bros call me Chad. That, that's good. Can I call you Cha? He takes another drink of beer, and you can tell he's a little... You know what? Let's roll for intoxication. <laughs> roll for intoxication. 19. He's drunk. <laughs> Listen here, Milf Lady. You can call him anything you want. Okay, because I'll also call you tomorrow night. hey counting on it. He kind of like gives a sloppy <laughs> wink, but like blinks both eyes. Uh, uh, I have my rape whistle at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> if you Just focus in on the scene in the background, if you kids. zoom in in the corner, you see a large Goliath woman with a large red whistle in her hand, just at the ready, just ready to go. <laughs> Which is good, because you don't know if Chattathy's going to try to slip stuff with your drink. We've kind of painted a picture of the man as he takes a huge hit from his vape pen, which is cotton candy flavored. Oh, of course favorite. it is. <laughs> Well, a bro doesn't roofie one of their own, so if I can convince him that I am a bro. You should buy him a birthday cake vodka shot. <laughs> no, I'm going to give him, what's the one, the blowjob, the blowjob uh, birthday shots where it's you have to lick the whipped cream and then you have to do it with your hands behind your back. 
as you say that though, waitresses bring up the losing team blowjob shots. That's right, you have to take blowjob shots because you're totally gay. Yeah, gay. As you're saying this, everybody and the tables around are just putting their heads in their hands, just like, oh god, these guys are the worst. So we're gonna destroy these assholes or what? Yeah. Looks at both of you guys. <laughs> I'm ready to mash some assholes. Let's go. And my hammer. This guy gets it. This guy gets it. We won, so we're up first. Give me a dexterity check from all three of us. <clears throat> I get to play. Uh, twenty-two. Roll me one for this guy. So Dexter. For that guy? Yeah. Natural one. one. Natural one. Okay. I like it. I got a nine. Nine? 22, nine? All right. Um, Gertrude steps up first, loads it in her robotic hand. Uh, do you do anything before you throw? Gertrude, like, how would you describe? This is my actual beer pong move. Okay, okay so undulating, sort of yeah. like a, Axl Rose when he sings. <laughs> Think like squid out of water, but Axl Rose. It, it's like doing the worm on while standing. Like yes. if you're like, I don't, yes. I'm, I'm not committed enough to do the worm on the ground. Right. I gotta do it inside. That's okay. So she does a worm. So like at the top of that whip motion with her hand, she flicks it. Gets stuck to the finger. Because she has a jelly hand, her whole body is moving like <laughs> jelly, but her hand is staying still. <laughs> it's like one of those earthquakes. I don't think you're ready for this, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and Gertrude throws at the full nine beer pyramid and misses. Goes a little bit too long. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happens. <laughs> oh, come on. They moved the table or something. Yeah, this is bullshit. I know him better than that. And he says, clearly flirting with uh, Gertrude, trying to, to get on her good side. Get you no moving the table when she's throwing, bro. It's a lady, bro. It's a lady, bro. Yeah, I'm a lady, goddammit. <laughs> that bro's a lady, bro. <laughs> uh, they throw, uh, they throw, they miss. Okay. Kevin, you're up. Uh, Kevin is not super familiar with this game, so he's just playing to his skills. Uh, first, he just kind of like holds his arm to like back people off to give him some room. Like back the crowd away. Steps back from the table a bit. He bounces the ball once on the ground, swings his hammer around and hits it like a croquet ball in midair. <laughs> Kevin does this, makes perfect contact with the ball. Now it's a ping pong ball uh, or something relatively the size and dimensions and weight of a ping pong ball. So Kevin, despite the ferocity to which he brings his hammer down, actually only makes slight contact. <laughs> Kevin makes perfect contact. It goes into the very first cup, the lead cup. But because technically it bounced, they have to drink two. All right. So the other frat goes, what the, you got a giant cat, man? We're always supposed to compete with Grumpy Cat, bro. <laughs> and like they drink in their beers. You get to go again, too. Yeah, you get to throw again. Roll again. I'm actually not grumpy. Dexterity? Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 plus 3, 17. Can it go like bounce off some walls and shit before it goes? He's like force gone playing ping pong. Kevin's still not understanding the game, just attempts to throw it at one of the other team members. Unfortunately, it just misses their head bounces off the back wall and then bounces directly into the, the center cup. They are now down three cups. They have three left. This guy's some sort of beer pong drizz duerden. Uh, you see the guys the other side? We know. Dude, we jazz. Come on, man. We prayed to you all day, man. Was just, is this some sort of joke? You gonna let some fucking noobs come in here? No, it's a beer pong, bro? Then it's uh, my guy's turn. He rolled a natural one. My guy st- stumbles up sloppily to the, the table. This chubby guy, Chad, Chadithy is leaning on the table and he has a lot of weight and he's also drunk and leaning on it way too hard so much so that you think if he puts a little bit more weight the whole table is just gonna flip 
He brings the ball back, and when he brings the ball back, it actually leaves his hand and uh, bounces way, like bounces off into the restroom or something, like like on this bizarre adventure. Possibly because he's drunk, possibly because he was just eyeing Gertrude so hard. So while the other team is going, can I talk to Chad? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're going. Okay. Kevin's super into this game, by the way. So. <laughs> so uh, Jennifer, Jonathan, what was your name again? <laughs> You can call me anything you want. Okay, baby. Sweetie. Yes, yes, sugar. So, uh, you, you from around here? Duke's Corp, born and raised. Nice. West Side. Nice, nice. Yeah, I can feel it. You really, uh, yeah. San Dimas. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Now I got it pictured perfectly. <laughs> I, all the best gated communities are on the West Side, bro. It's the hardest part of town, bro. Yeah, yeah. My parents are wealthy. Made sure I had all the best drugs growing up, bro. Oh, man, that's awesome. So, uh, do you notice anything weird around town recently? Oh, that's some great beauty walked in here. Oh, <gasps> well, that's cute, but I mean, like, uh, what about, uh, demons or something? <laughs> no, uh, there have been some, like, killings the last few nights, bro. People, like, been looking at us because, you know, we worship, like, an awesome evil god and shit. But, like... That's not Weejass's thing, man. Weejass is all about causing chaos, causing mischief, and crushing ass and beer pong. Yeah. Uh, as he said that, Kevin just took another throw. Uh, 17 plus 3, so 20. So this time, he spiked the ball on the ground behind him, then hit it with his tail. <laughs> He's getting I, really into this. Yeah. I, I think it's safe to say that Chad and Gertrude have just kind of walked away a little bit to talk, and yeah. that Kevin's taken over. Yeah, slowly Kevin has assimilated this game. Like, you know, every time it bounces, Kevin with his cat-like reflexes, the first one, to <laughs> like it's a dog sniffing too close to a cat, just bats the ball away each time. Soon it's just going to be Kevin playing both sides. Yeah. In fact, Kevin, on this next turn, he actually ends up continuously making it until he wins the game, and they actually end up re-racking, trying to beat him again. So Kevin has won one game by himself and is starting a second. So, uh, yeah, that's not fair because I know I know about Wee Jazz and, yeah, that's not that's not who you are, but uh, it, if you had to guess who it was, who do you think is doing all these killings? All right, well, like, you know, normally... And <laughs> Kevin turns around. If you're talking about this game, it is Kevin doing the killing. <laughs> <laughs> he looks over. Dude, you are awesome. <laughs> High five. High fives him back. Excellent. Claws his hand. <laughs> bro, cut me, bro. Dude, this guy is awesome. Dude, you want to rush us? You want to rush Weejas? We have Rush Week. All the temples have, like, Rush Week where we all try to get people in. <clears throat> Dude, we have... Are you rushing Kappa Weej? Weejas has the hottest nuns. We got the best keggers. <laughs> Can I rush you right now? <laughs> no. Greek Week doesn't start till next week. Well, we'll make an exception for you. You can rush Weejas whenever you want. I'm going to give myself advantage because he doesn't know what I'm about to do. <laughs> and he's drunk. And he's very drunk. Uh, what am I? What, uh, what was just it? just a strength check. Uh, Fifteen plus four, nineteen. That's the first one. Nineteen. Take that, yeah. While he puts his hand up for a high five, you just do NFL Terry Tate style tackle. You get the lift from under the shoulders. Your helmet is is below his chest. You get the good leg lift and the drive up into the ground. This guy just received a pretty decent concussion on the ground, <laughs> but like most drunk frat guys, is laughing off, dude. This dude kicked my ass! Kevin. Dude, you gotta rush week ass! I love rush week! King of rush week! You're weak and I rushed you. <laughs> in the uh, satchel behind his back, he takes out a white toga and he uh, drapes Kevin in it. Kevin takes it off. <laughs> Keep talking. Gonk came over concerned and then leaves slightly more concerned. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love playing the bro-y character so yeah, much on the show. You're a little I too good tell. at it. <laughs> um, so you were just saying before Kevin rudely interrupted us with his killings, who do you think's doing all these killings? Right. <laughs> Is he saying, like, clearly trying to shake off, like, having the air knocked out of him? Yeah. And, you know, trying to pretend that he doesn't have a concussion and is not severely inebriated. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. People are always like, we just, your god's so cool and evil and everything. But, like, lately there's been, like, talk of some other god who's, like, he's, like, makes we just his bitch. Shh, oh don't my, tell him I said that. Oh I'm like, oh my god, who is this god? Like, like, you heard about, like, all the homeless people who've been, like, killed and shit in town, right, bro? Gertrude doesn't know what he's talking about, but just nods along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like when I first heard of it, I was like, yeah, Ouija's is just punishing them for being poor, right? Yeah, it totally makes sense. But then, like, I heard how grisly that was, and I was like, man, Ouija's is way more fucked up, man. Like, he really mutilated those bodies, but I don't think it was Ouija's or any one of his dope-ass followers. And he points to the crew, the Ouija's crew. He does, like, one of those, like, pop- like rap arm, cro- arm crosses. <laughs> he poses next yeah. to, like, wheels that popped out of nowhere. It's <laughs> like some rims. I think we heard that there's some dirty ball worshippers here in town, bro. Oh, like, like what kind of balls? Well, like the dirtiest, man. Like the fucking depraved balls, man. Donk's neck slowly cranes into frame. <laughs> Because you have a neck that could <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude, like those dirty ball and his dirty ball worshippers, man, they're the worst, man. Like like when they're not in town, we're like us Ouijas, you know, this is our town, you know, like we're the bad boys in town. We're smoking pot behind the racquetball courts. We're wearing leather jackets. We're cool. We're riding Harleys in the so middle of town. But like now everybody's like, who's this new other evil god? And we're like, we don't know. We've just heard rumors. Oh my god, man. So like uh would you ever be down to worship some balls? Call me gay? Would you call me? Nah, I'm calling you appreciative of all body types. That is not true. You do not know me. <laughs> I am not accepting, and I think I've demonstrated that very well tonight. <laughs> okay, okay, but you call me when you want to change. How about we change into something more comfortable? As he says, as he puts like tries to put his hand on the table, but like misses and stumbles. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to fold his legs and sits on his own balls. <laughs> he tries to, hold on, I'm going to take a seat for a second. The room's spinning a whole lot. I think I need to sit down and sits on his balls. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go get you a wet towel. I'll be right back. Gertrude leaves and doesn't come back. Okay. Kevin is dominating. They're on, like, the third game now. Gertrude's going to go meet up with um, Malison and Gonk at the bar. Just I like your technique. Hey, yeah, so um, I'm not really good at, like, this investigating thing, and I know you guys were, like, snooping around, but... You, you're, you was like flowers over there. Oh, thank you. But, uh, those, uh... Game recognized game. Though, oh, thank you. Those giant douches over there think that there's something about these ball worshippers who are, like, killing people. What'd you find out? You know, the map the, the, that what you were scratching at before, those black dots on the map near where the killings were... Seem to be manhole covers. Gonk was about to launch into a conspiracy theory about at least, you know, a, a some sort of like vigilante force of at least four turtles who <laughs> may be working for or against a shredder character. Do they have different colors? Number seven on the way. He was about to, but it, the, the whole thought was just aborted mid, you know, it, right in his cranium, and you can actually sort of see it for a split second. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, uh, these these uh, these black dots on the map here, apparently, they correspond with the killings, and there is a uh, 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 manhole covers that lead to the uh, the sewage system in, in Duke's court. 
Well, first question, I think whatever you're drinking's a little too cold because you clearly just had some brain freeze. But second, yeah. manholes, you say. I wonder if there's a connection with these balls and these holes. I, th- I think your arms are something there, Gertrude. Okay, we'll leave it I at think that. you're... I, I don't know, I maybe I'll... You can put a big old floppy finger right on top of the... I was just going to say, I kind of want to finger around this idea a little bit more. Let's finger around the balls and holes, all right? Let's revisit this. Okay. Oh, you guys are nasty here from behind I didn't the know you was paying... I'm sorry. I was, and let me just say, if you guys are thinking about the sewers, go ahead and write it off. That's Thieves Guild territory. The Thieves Guild owns the sewers. Well, what, what could possibly be the motive of whether these are, you know, ball worshippers or, uh, you know, whoever's coming through the portal or whoever wanted to attack this, this uh, temple... What is the motive to kill random homeless people, not taking any parts of their bodies for ritual, not stealing anything off of them that we can tell? What What is the motive? Were they missing parts of the bodies or no? We are. No, they were just shredded. Right, okay. Well, I don't like to talk about this much, Malison, but when I was in Folksome Prison, I met a lot of sociopaths who just enjoy killing for the hell of it. I just rolled a 20 uh, <laughs> on my religious uh, religion check to see if this actually does sort of strike a, you know, in Gonk's wanderings, has he happened upon any sort of like ritual killing or sacrifice where people used... Uh, like you can I, discern the motive of why they would do Yeah, this. something like that and try to, and try to uh, articulate that to Mal. Since you rolled a 20, you can say that Gonk has seen a lot in his days at sea. Gonk has seen cannibals destroy a body, but they did so for subs- or for cultural reasons. That wasn't necessarily the same bill here. It's frowned upon in some places. You've seen various large and fantastical beasts kill members of your party. I'm digestible, it turns out. But, but even so, they didn't have fun with the body after they were done. You actually are reminded of tales that your elder told you how does your village work? Now, now you lay the, your parents lay the eggs, but like, how how were your formative years? Uh, was there a village? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was raised by my mom, my dad. Okay, and they're sort of uh, turtles don't have villages or towns. They have like these little communes, and everybody sort of carries everything they need, and then they leave when they're ready to go. And they can't they, they can't really set up shop because it might just get washed away. That's that's it. Um, you yeah. have to crawl back to the ocean at some point. Everybody's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, almost everything they—they they, well, there there are all kinds of turtles and they live in all kinds of places, but uh, they they don't have permanent dwellings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it may have been that one of these times there was like an elder that told me a story about this one time he was an adventurer mm-hmm. and he happened upon you know these something like, this. something like this where people were literally getting mutilated in order to uh, appease some god that took sustenance from it, but they used people that wouldn't be missed. Instead of yeah. instead of hurting themselves, which is what the the, the god didn't care. In your true tortle detective, in your younger years, and with because you rolled a natural twenty, you just had this spontaneous flashback. Something reminded you of this memory. That we zoom in hard on Gonk's pupil, and we like immediately go back to his childhood, <laughs> where he's <laughs> everything like, flashes exactly. until you get there. It's like he's two feet tall. Nah, he's snapping a seagull's nah, nest. Nah, he's nah, trying to eat him nah, as he's nah, getting out of his nah, shell. Nah, nah, <laughs> One time, ritual killings. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Your family moved around a lot, but there was one time where you stayed with one of your total kin. 
you stayed with them for a bit longer than you normally stay in your nomadic life. But he was a very wise figure, somebody you learned a lot about. In fact, uh, he's the one who sparked an interest in sailing with you and seeing the world. One day in recounting his old tales at sea, his adventures, remembered meeting a necromancer who would summon undead ghouls. What you suspect, though, is that there is just no other way when summoning fiendish creatures, just like a sword that cannot be put back into its sheath until it's tasted blood, these creatures will not go back into their dimension until they have committed some heinous act. Until their murderous appetite is sated, they don't go back to their portal. So this necromancer did a similar thing that would practice his ghoul summoning and use it to kill marginalized people. People so he could basically get the practice summoning, learn the spell, and then when it was time, do it for real. Game time. So it appears that... We zoom out of Gonk's people. <laughs> in Mal says. It, it appears they're learning. That's exactly what I... Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't Bartender Lady just say something about the sewers are all controlled by the Thieves' Guild? That's right, but we don't know anybody who can... How the heck do you get into that tightly managed and protected... We have Lothario! He could help us. It also sounds like we could talk to the police commissioner. Lothario is literally... That's too much easy. Gertrude, he like leans in close. Lothario tried to break into a house during the daytime. He got his ass kicked by a bird. Gertrude leans in further. But he likes going in small, tight spaces. Does he know anything about balls? I think he knows something about balls. We should ask him. All right, yeah. Lothario, roll me a d20. I think I gave so you So everything that. I just thought of, Here you go. Mal now knows. Yeah. Oh, 15. Add your charisma. Uh, 17. 17. 17. Well, charisma. With a 17, at that Tom's moment... Going. I'm coming, going, going, I'm going, coming. He's just ejaculating his way across the dance floor. <laughs> just like... Uh, spurt walking. Not like, even lifting my knees, just sliding across yeah. as they crawl me to my location. It's, so it's, it's, like, it's like he took a seat in an office chair and then like hit a fire extinguisher or something. <laughs> Been backed up. We're looking for sponsors, by the way. If, if you're interested... Blue Chew, if you're out there. Yeah. Hey, Mandy. What about uh, Astroglide? Yeah. Do you have a children's book? <laughs> You'd like us to hawk. At that exact moment, you guys are saying that as you guys are questioning who would have a way into the Thieves' Guild? Who would have an inn like that? Lothario comes up with uh, a lady on each arm, like typical 70s movie style when like you wanted to denote that a man was a ladies' man. Lothario comes up with like two, like uh, two, like these women are blowing bubble gum. They have their hair and like, oh, Lothario, your dance moves were so fresh. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, Training my head away from her voice. <laughs> and like in her friend goes, Yeah, Lothario, you're the uh, best. Now I'm training the other way. <laughs> There's never been anybody like Duke's Court like you. Oh, buy us a drink, you sexy man. <laughs> Are these the twin sisters from The Simpsons? <laughs> before before, you know, like, before they start smoking. These were two yeah. people that were cut out of the final cut of Grease. <laughs> then Lothario looks at the camera and says, Colt 45. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at that point, Lothario strides up to your group. Uh, he orders two drinks from the bartender. Two more goat wines, please. Or goat whiskeys, please. So, uh, Lothario, apparently, mm-hmm. you know something about getting in holes. Uh, Kevin has wandered back over, by the way. And I think you know a thing or two about balls. It's pronounced bales. We've gone over this. And it's uh, <laughs> maybe even maybe even a certain... Uh, 
terrible fraternity of uh, notorious thieves. Yeah, I may, I may, may know a few people down there. Uh, what, what exactly are we trying to do? Lothario, we need to put bales and holes. <gasps> Sounds like fun, guys. Girls, get out of here. Do a double spank. <laughs> and, double uh, spank. Oh, the Fabio. Uh, like they're horses yeah, we, we gotta, and you're we gotta telling talk them business. run. Yeah. And they gallop yeah. off. They gallop, they gallop away. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heels clicking like a perfect They're actually rhythm. both centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, we're free now. Oh, yeah. Lothario is very cool. I didn't, I, did I say they were humans? No, they were hot centaurs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm about it. Hot? Because they didn't sound <laughs> so hot. Their voices were terrible, but uh, he rolled high. How dare you judge them based off it's their just voice. just how centaurs sound. <laughs> I pictured like yeah. a, 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 a typical Jersey, Jersey Shore club girl. Like yeah. that's what I pictured. Oh, Those okay. were actually like classy centaurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see a not classy centaur. Those are centaur. well-bred centaurs and enough broth. I know that I was walking off with Tiffy, but can I just have my nightmare horse try to hit on those two centaurs? <laughs> Gertrude. Can we assume that I'm a little bit inebriated from playing beer pong and just being in the bar in general? You absolutely are. Okay. Gertrude, after having her conversation with Gonk and Malison and Lothario, feels a vibrating in her pocket. It's her stone of far speech. Not uh, the other stone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not her, her jade egg. Stone of near speech. You've only given your number out to one person. Most of your party is here, so you're pretty sure you know who this might be from. Gertrude excuses herself from the group that she was just in and uh, makes her way outside to take this phone call. <coughs> hello. Why, hello. Is this Gertrude? I would recognize that lovely voice anywhere. Ah, Frenchie, how are you? I would go, I, I am doing French, but uh, you should either call me uh, Mercutio or even French Gallagher. I would take French Gallagher. Okay, Frenchie, so... Uh... <laughs> I can't help but notice how late in the evening it is. Could it be that you have a, an itch that needs scratching that only Gertrude's jelly hand can reach? I don't know if it is only your jelly hands that could do this, but yes. Oh, uh, you're into I, more things. Okay. Well, I am into knowledge, of course. Uh, I just want to say if you had given any thought to uh, the... I, I've uh, never uh, had a guy call it knowledge before, but I'm down to whatever you want to call it, sweet cheeks. Between the way you are talking to me now and the way I assumed our relationship was, I feel like there may be some wilds crossed somewhere. Oh, uh, we are definitely going to get our wires crossed, if you know what I mean. There's two ways I could take this. One would be very beneficial. This would mean that uh, you have considered my offer and you would like to invest in our relationship, our business relationship. The other one implies that you would like a Mercutio in some sort of a sexual manner. Well, your sexual manner is my business, so why can't we mix the two? <sighs> Mercutio takes a second, <laughs> realizing that above all, he is somebody who gets results. Uh, oh, honey, I get results too. I'll tell you what, Gertrude. I too feel the immense sexual chemistry between us. And like you could tell, it takes a second. You, like if you listen closely, if if you had done a perception check and you had rolled a twenty, you would, might hear what sounded like kind of weird gagging noises, like as from somebody who's like taking his phone away, like from his mouth. Oh, hey, I, 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 you're right. I, I, I had a burning in my loins and such. I must call the Gertrude. Wait, what kind of burning? Because I can only handle some of the burnings, but the other burnings I'm going to send you to an orthopathic doctor, I know. No, it was the burning of passion. 
Yeah, yeah, yes, I am overflowing with passion for your supple kiss. Uh, you, many people prefer the sense of lavender and cherry and almonds, but I have always loved the smell of menthol cigarettes myself. I find it to be an incredible aphrodisiac. Oh, well, this one's for you then, sugar. Gertrude takes a long drag of her cigarette and blows the smoke into the phone. <sighs> Can you smell it, baby? It cuts to Mercutio. He has, has his head in his hands. It's just things I do for my country. Oh, yes. Um, tell me, uh, when can we next meet up to discuss uh, a variety of things? Hopefully not just things between you and me. Hopefully uh, you and I work together in a very close business relationship as well. Well, sugar tits, I'm available whenever you are. You just tell me where you are. I'll come to you and I'll come for you. He takes a little bit longer to get back to you. <laughs> like there's an unnoticeable pause. I am... Um, Sorry, I, for the pause, I uh, climaxed when you said that. Oh, this is going to be good. Roll an insight check. I got an eight. You got an eight? Yeah. This dude just climaxed when you mentioned reference to an orgasm. This wouldn't be Gertrude's first time having this experience on the telephone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, You know, I'm sorry. Um, You know, first off, we should probably... (laughs) We should probably see each other else uh, tonight. I can probably... You know what? Maybe tonight's not... I'm not feeling very well tonight. Uh, tell oh, you what... We really took one out of you, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm... Uh, I am physically drained. It's almost like it's still coming out of you. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, I... You... These... Uh, these testicles are drained. You just rest, baby. You rest, because you're going to need all the energy you can get when I see you. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Uh, I just cannot wait to, to see you. And then, like, he pauses as if it's hard to say. I cannot wait to see you, beautiful. <sighs> I can hardly wait. How's your schedule tomorrow? I have a feeling that uh, the others do not know about us and our secret oh. love affair. Oh, I love it when it's a secret. It makes the passion go up. Y- yes, it certainly makes the passion and not the betrayal no, I, uh, we should uh, we should meet tomorrow night. I tell you what, uh, find a moment to be alone tomorrow night, and I will uh, and I will come calling. Okay, should I should I call you first to let you know that I'm alone, so then you can call me back? Or, you, you know what? Actually, I think that would work. Okay, so. yeah. I, or are you just watching? Are you watching? That's okay. I kind of like it if you're just watching me around Duke's Court. I have eyes everywhere. Oh, so then you have eyes that can see this right now. You hear the sound of like a, uh, sounds like a subordinate whispering something in his ear a second. She's doing what? <laughs> yes, I can see you. It is. <sighs> Just for you, sugar. There's more where that came from. You don't see what happened, but you do know that Gertrude had just lit a cigarette. It is now gone. It is now burnt. It is all ash to the tip. And Gertrude didn't use her mouth. So. She did what? All right, I'm out. I cannot deal. The call goes dead. Gertrude just puts the walkie-talkie for the rocky talkie back in her pocket. Goes, ah, still got it. Boys will be boys. I like Jello in this jelly hand. Gertrude 
with a confident smile. She looks in one of the windows and able to catch some of her reflection, slowly slides her rocky talkie back into her breast pocket, turns around and goes back to the bar and sings, I don't think you're ready for this jelly, or I don't think you're ready for this, cause my jelly too jelly-licious for you, babe. Roll a performance check. We're gonna see if uh, one of the homeless guys out front. 16. 16? As you're walking back saying that, a couple of the homeless poppers outside, one of them throws you a coin. You serenaded me, babe. That's great. Does Chad hear <laughs> from inside? You see a dude vomiting into the well not too far from you, and he does seem to be wearing similar markings and does have a similar chubby body type as Chattafy. Guess that one's out of commission for tonight. Looks like it's just you and me, Jelly Hand. And that is just as good of a place as any to go ahead and end the adventure. That was a fun one today, guys. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of balls and holes and holes yeah. and balls. If you have something to plug, plug it. If not, just say where people can reach you. Clint Beiser. At Clint Beiser uh, and stuff, and you can always, you know, find some old uh, episodes of Treehouse Guys on DIY Network. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Dave Callens. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sharkodile. Gotcha. Oh, and uh, feel free to join uh, Sharkodile on his relentless Twitter assault to Deborah Ann Wolf. Don't he has like been... the word assault in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've had to register to some sort of offender, Twitter offender. I don't know. Kevin has been uh, tweeting Deborah Ann Wolf. of invitation. Very gently suggesting. Yeah. Uh, very gently suggesting that she would have fun doing our podcast. I doubt this campaign will have any success unless you, the fans, hop on Kevin's bandwagon, hop on Sharkadile's bandwagon, and start bothering Deborah and Wall. AG, where can people find you? Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Muller She Wrote or at Daily Beans Pod, and base with basically same episode or same websites. Were you there? Leave Daily Beans or Muller She Wrote a five-star review on whatever platform you're on. And do the same for Awful Neutral. Caleb Cleveland, where can people find you? At Caleb Cleveland. Nope, that's a big lie. Uh, at yeah. Caleb is Drawing, at your very favorite social media platform. Buy his book, ABCs of D&D, and buy his game, Kids on Bikes. They're for kids. On yeah. bikes. And you, you know. Fun for everybody. You know, for, for kids. kids. Jesse Egan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm touring around doing shows. If you want to book me, please do. Go walk into your local comedy club, wherever you are, and mm -hmm. demand more Jesse Thank Egan. You. Yes, no matter where it is. Jesse will come to your hometown. All you have to do is say his name three times in a mirror, and I'll he will do home. comedy <laughs> in your bathroom. I'll do comedy in your shitter. Sarah Lee Steiner, where can they find you? You can find me at Sarah Lee Magic at any platform. Um, and then I think, can we announce, Damien, that by the time this episode comes out, we might have a Patreon up? Yeah, let's go ahead and plug it. If not, it'll uh, it'll light a fire under our ass to There do we it. go. It's an official deadline for us to get this Patreon up and running by the time you hear this. Uh, so you can check us out at patreon.com slash awfulDnd. And you can go and find some really cool bonuses and cool secret, super duper secret merch. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be having a merch store opening up soon additional, as well as a website where you can see some uh, fan art and hopefully submit some of your own. Yeah. Salvador Viesca, where can they find you? We're going to have a Patreon soon. <laughs> you, can, you can see me on the Patreon. Boom. If we can get to 1,000 Patreon subscribers, Salvador Viesca will kill himself on air. Mm -hmm. yeah. It'll happen. 
It'll happen. God, we have to stop him every. I save it for the one thousandth. Yeah. Be careful, dude. <laughs> I promised at seven thousand we would do five shows a week. Oh my God! It, <laughs> I said, Sal, we made some big promises. Hey, my mom wants to retire and like lavishly. So let's uh, let's do it, guys. <laughs> And I have been your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. If you want to reach out to the show, please do so on Twitter or Instagram, at AwfulDND. Leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you heard something this episode, it didn't quite jive with the rules. We're very sorry. Caleb Cleveland can't catch everything. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Later, nerds. Later, nerds.